Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to tonight's edition of Students for a Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen Finkel, with Luther Mays and Ruben Torres, and we are live. I'm Judge Janine Pirro. Thanks for being with us. We'll hear from Clinton and Donald Trump in a moment. Plus, Rudy Giuliani is here, as is Trump campaign manager Kellyanne Conway. But first, my opening statement. FBI Director Jim Comey's announcement yesterday that he would again look into Hillary Clinton's emails after he announced on July 5th the conclusion of that very investigation saying no reasonable prosecutor would indict 11 days before one of the most hotly contested presidential elections of our time both disgraces and politicizes the FBI and is symptomatic of all that is wrong in Washington. Now, you know I support Donald Trump, and I want... Okay, um, folks, again, welcome to tonight's show, and that was a statement by Judge uh, Janine Shapiro of Fox. Um, tonight, we are going to be addressing the WikiLeaks scandal. Uh, before I get into that, uh, I also want to mention that Students for a Better Future is a 501c3 nonprofit. If you can visit the website, make a donation, that would be awesome. And also read about our internships for college students, um, ages, I believe, 17 and 25, attending a two- and four-year university. Um, you can uh, apply for an internship. We have a couple of them. I know one is social media. Um, the other one is computers and also TV, um, a whole bunch of them over there. And um, folks, um, but let's start with uh, let's start with my host, Ruben and Luther. Um, Hello. We're talking we're talking about the WikiLeaks scandal. Okay, and um, the, uh, you know if if anybody doesn't know this story, it happened a while ago, but. At this point, it's kind of gotten out of hand, and um, you know, and they keep coming out with more information on the Clinton Foundation. And um, th- this weekend, in fact, they also had mentioned that um, Uma Abedin, uh, whose whose emails, by the way, were found on her husband Anthony Weiner. Um, who the FBI was investigating in another case, um, in, in a sexting case of an underage child. And they had found a file on this computer called Life Insurance. And in there was emails that was related to Hillary Clinton. And some of them also were, um, were also uh, uh, in, in connection to... Um, people who belong to the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, but anyhow, uh, Ruben, let's go to you first. Can you hear me, Ruben? 
Yeah, can you can you um I'm I'm still driving. I don't want the um Okay. Static. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll oh, okay. in a little while. Sounds like okay. Um so let's go to then um judge. Okay. Uh, can you give us a, a a recap and also how this um what this has to do with the constitution and the election? Well, uh the WikiLeaks uh emails seem to be a hacked repository of what Hillary and her co-conspirators attempted to um, totally destroy when they scrubbed her server. Personally, I think that there's more than WikiLeaks backups because we know the National Security Agency keeps uh, tapes backups of every text transmission, every cell phone phone call, and every email transmission. So the government has all that anyway in a separate repository that no one's talking about. But the merits of the WikiLeaks shows that there has been a vast conspiracy to circumvent the law. Well, it's no surprise that Hillary Clinton is disobeying subpoenas. She has a history of doing that all the way back to Whitewater when she was hit with financial subpoenas and uh, for years refused to produce the finances until finally one day the long overdue financial papers were, quote, discovered, unquote, in the east wing of the White House on an end table. And I believe that uh, that was by Vince Foster, the uh, assistant White House counsel, that discovered and turned the papers over to the Congress that was then investigating the Whitewater uh, scandal. Later, that's the same Vince Foster who was shot in the head and found dumped in a federal park. And uh, the ruling was suicide, but we know that he didn't die in the park because the ambulance attendants that picked up the the body didn't even bother to put on rubber gloves. There was so little blood at the site when they put him in in the body bag. And anyone who knows about head wounds knows there's a massive amount of blood. So the, uh, uh, the homicide took place at another location, and then the secondary crime location was the dumping of the body. However, the Clintons ruled that it was a suicide, and even though it's absurd that the firearm was found clutched in his hand, because in a real suicide, the reflex after you pull the trigger throws the gun away from the body. But the WikiLeaks are the equivalent of the keeping records like Nazis. And as they emailed each other on this private server, uh, they have a running commentary on their intent to circumvent the law and to uh, engage in conspiracies. Uh, Conspiracies run everything from Fidel remarks about the uh, wet works with reference to uh, the death of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia all the way down to what I suppose is going to be emails from Hillary to Uma Abedin that was found on her laptop computer that she shared with her husband Anthony Weiner And the real question, and what I'm waiting to discover, is did she forward these 
classified and secret emails to the Muslim Brotherhood, terrorist groups, or foreign governments. So we don't know how much espionage was being uh, committed, and we already know that the FBI calls Hillary's uh, use of the private server uh, basically what we would call in law negligence. Any questions, so, anybody on the phone? Yeah, so how did they get on um, Anthony Weiner's computer if they if Uma Abedin was um, working for the Secretary of State? Should, well, she should, was the aide to Hillary computer. Clinton. Well, Uma Abedin and um, Anthony Weiner are husband and wife. So when they were uh, yeah, living yeah, together, yeah, but still, it's, then it's still legal to do that. To even though they're husband and wife, she can put the emails on his computer. It's the computer they shared in their house. So she picked up that computer to access her email account. And the FBI already had a search warrant for the sexting of a minor that uh, Anthony Weiner is uh, allegedly engaged in sexting with minors. And today, the uh, federal courts issued the search warrant for Uma Abedin's uh, emails on the same server, excuse me, um, laptop. Uh, we have two guests on here, uh, Royce Jones. <coughs> Bruce, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you really, uh, really well. Uh, okay, do you want to comment or ask a question? You, uh, you bet. Uh, I got a lot of comments, actually. Okay, the, go ahead. Uh, the email leaks is a gift that just keeps on giving. I mean, we've been uh, bombarded with these you know, for months, and they just keep getting worse and worse. And this all started with uh, you know Benghazi. And that investigation and has just been pouring out weekly. Uh, and they keep saying, well, this is the end of it. It's not anymore. And then next week you have something new. And then the next week something new. And, you know, this is just red meat, you know, for the Republicans. And uh, Donald Trump is eating it up, and I would be too. And I'm totally happy for it. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it goes back to an even bigger problem. I posted this on my Facebook uh, earlier today. When was the last time in America that a political party promoted the assassination of police officers? You know, like never? Um, so in my opinion, any, anyone who votes for a Democrat has the, the blood of police officers all over them. So you've got the deaths of four Americans in Benghazi. You've got uh, a line of dead people that goes back years and years that's a mile long, you know, behind the Clintons. I can't imagine how any person in good conscience can vote for these people. And I'm not talking about just Hillary. I'm talking about any Democrat. Uh, and well, Rick, people I'd asked like... me in the last debate who won, Hillary or Trump, and my reply was WikiLeaks won that debate. <laughs> well, WikiLeaks uh, won debate, you know, going back months ago. You know, like I said, it's just a gift that keeps on giving, and now you have the FBI coming out, reopening a case that they formally closed. And I think if anybody had watched the, the video of Comey in Congress basically admitting that everything Hillary said in her interview uh, was a lie, uh, you had to scratch your head and wonder what happened. So now they reopened it because of these new emails, and it's quite possible they'll find some of the 33,000 missing emails on that computer. 
And lying to Congress is a federal felony. It's perjury. And to um, attempt to defeat the uh, intent of the investigation is an obstruction of Congress, another felony. Uh, now, I'd like to ask uh, each of you, um, why didn't Comey prosecute back in July or end of July when this happened? Well, in my view, uh, Comey uh, owed uh, the Democrats, and that's why he he didn't indict her uh, or didn't you know afford it for indictment. Um, but then with this new emails, and especially if there are new emails that were never sent before, you know Hillary you know, deleted thirty three thousand of them uh, after her lawyers went through and made sure they they cleaned it, then they uh, bleep bitched the server and hammered the uh, devices. So uh, it's quite possible they're going to find some really good, juicy stuff in these, in these emails. It, it, may, it may not, but even if they don't, at this point, as Sawyer would say, well, what difference does it make now? Everybody knows she's guilty of so many things that, you know, it's just ridiculous. And you well, said they scrubbed view, the server, right? Hold on a second. In my view, the FBI director it. was directed by the Justice Department and the White House to, number one, ignore any civil violations of law. Number two, ignore any misdemeanor violations of law. And number three, attribute all felony violations of law to the loophole that if there's no intent to commit a crime, there is no crime. That's called uh, mens rea. So he hung his entire case on, in his opinion, Hillary had no intent to violate the law. Therefore, he glossed over the civil violations, the misdemeanors, and also the felonies. So, uh, okay, so so now, now we have this, and I heard you mention that the, um, the server was actually scrubbed. That's right. It was bleached dead. Uh, I didn't know you could do that. Well, actually, I didn't either until just recently. Go ahead, Ruben. They deleted it numerous times and then overwrote the entire hard drive with other data. Well, I'm 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 in the IT field, and I can tell you that you really don't really wipe a server or a hard drive completely. Because what a hard drive is is a bunch of sectors where where data is written to, and unless you take a hammer and crush the hard drive, you are always able to recover data. There's basically tools to do that. So hey, keep in mind they, they did overwrite this well the data with new X's and O's. You can overwrite exactly. data. Yeah. They were under subpoena from Congress not to touch anything. And they did this after that subpoena. That itself is a crime. Right, right. Well, right. that alone shows us that the oversight division of uh, Congress must use embedded agents that are actually in the same offices with federal agencies so that the con- congressional oversight through their embedded overseers can be looking over the shoulder of the FBI, the DOJ, and any federal agency. Right. right. Ahead, uh, I, I, wanted, I, wa- I wanted to discuss, uh, bring up the part about in regards to the actual server. I, I hear a lot of people saying, well, they wiped the server and you can never get that data back. That's totally wrong. You can yeah, actually get the data back. 
Well, the NSA probably has all that stuff anyway, so the big question would be why will they not produce it? Well, if they really want to scrub a server, it's a $100 to $125 problem to yank the hard drive, go put a new uh, terabyte drive in, put an operating system on, and there you got a completely different hard drive. And they're cheap. Right, right. Well, you had, right, but you had Hillary Clinton operating a server with literally no protection, and he also had the DNC operating uh, a server with literally no protection. And then uh, when they get, you know, hacked, they want to point their finger at the Russians and say the Russians did it. Truth is, they don't know who did it. But the point is, you know, if you're going to be a criminal, you need to cover yourself and at least have a firewall. Well, a firewall, a fire, a firewall is as good as the actual uh, wiring that you have in your network, because I could have a firewall at home, and since it's not protected because I don't have all these all these network wiring done correctly, the firewall is not going to really do anything to protect my my data. People can hack into, hack into my computer. But if you're working for if you're working for the government and the government provides all this in a secure manner, why go out the right. why go outside the system? Right. Exactly. No, you're right. In fact, right. this is what General Petraeus was convicted of taking his right. um, book where he maintains his uh, his appointments and stuff, gave it to his biographer who did have a security clearance, but by taking his appointment book from the office to his home. Uh, transferring from an official location to an insecure, unofficial location, government secrets. That's exactly right. what Hillary did by doing the private server, which was kept by um, private people who don't have security clearances. And when she was in trouble with subpoenas, she turned it over to her lawyers who don't have security clearances. And then they gave to the Congress what they felt was material, but obviously with the 30,000 found emails, they quite didn't give enough. That's a conspiracy between her attorneys and her Clinton to obstruct Congress. And uh, I think at that point, the attorneys lost their attorney privilege because they were co-conspirators. Well, I want to add something to uh, Doreen. Doreen, you had mentioned her topic. Comey didn't proceed, uh, go ahead in July and indict or go after um, Hillary. There's another reason. Comey yes. is part, a member, he's a member, a board member of the Clinton Foundation. Okay, so does that where is that where the 675,000 comes into play? I believe that I believe that was a contribution to another person in the FBI that was actually in charge of the investigation, uh, no. a, a contribution to his wife. Uh, that foundation some, that's got, is yeah, not a charitable organization at all. They're only making five percent distribution to legitimate charity cases, and uh, the rest is a slush fund. And remember the uh, parents that were Islamic that had the uh, son that was killed in the war and how prominent they were at the Democratic Convention? Turns out the um, foundation paid that man's law firm, I think it's $650,000. Wow. 
That's not a terrible Yeah, see, see, I, I don't like this mixing of the government with Hillary and the FBI and and this foundation. Well, no, that's supposed to happen. In fact, all of it, all of it is criminal. And the attorney general was urging the FBI not to investigate the foundation. And this yeah, is after, obstruction of justice on the attorney general's part. After she met with her, uh, Bill Clinton, the department in Arizona. That's correct. There is so uh, much. This is like an un. Yeah, it's like an unholy alliance. Confidence, omission, and commission. Uh, everything from civil to criminal. And by the way, it, under federal law, the FBI is charged with the responsibility to make civil investigations on behalf of the U.S. government. So that is a legitimate use of the FBI to go after somebody on a civil matter. Uh, this whole thing—it sounds unholy. Oh, it is. It's, it's even—it's right? even worse than people imagine. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Well, the Obama administration—you know—he pledged you know, to be the most transparent president. Said he was a Christian when, in fact, he is a Muslim. In fact, he's appointed Muslims to be head of the U.S. Coast Guard, the Department of Homeland Security, uh, Federal Emergency Management Agency, etc. And uh, we've got uh, Muslim Brotherhood operatives in the White House in the person of Valerie Jarrett and the president himself. And then Obama came out just a few days ago. Obama came out just a few days ago said he didn't know anything about Hillary's server. But we now know that he was actually – he was texting her through the server uh, using a fake name. Yeah. So, you know, they're all involved. And I'm sure there's a lot more people involved than we actually know right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy, sorry, well, I call are you the still Obama there? crew the Obama ongoing criminal enterprise, and I call the Clintonistas the Clinton crime cartel. <laughs> uh, yeah, Royce, are you still there? Yeah. Okay, do you want to uh, come in or? Yeah. Um, I agree. Clinton, the Clinton crime, uh, crime cartel goes back to, you know, for years and years, and it's been getting more powerful and more powerful. And, uh, you know, it's truly a shame that people will actually consider consider voting for her. Uh, I mean, if somebody won't say a woman president, I'm all for that. Go out and find one that's not a criminal. I think I should uh, send $100 to the Clinton Foundation. Yes, sir, I think that's the highest and best use for my 100 bucks. So then I would have standing as a Clinton Foundation donor to file a civil RICO lawsuit against people who bilked me out of my hundred bucks. <laughs> well, I didn't want to you. They want to talk to you for a hundred dollars. I mean, you have to have millions of dollars just to stand in line for that pay to play. Uh, yeah, uh, just Luther? take a dollar to get standing. Luther, can you yeah. can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. So Rick, okay, you want to ask? Yes, you want to ask? Yeah, Rick. Yeah, I want to ask Rick a question. Rick, are you still there? Oh, yeah. Rick, now, if neither one of uh, Hillary or um, or Trump get enough enough, enough electrical vote, electoral votes, electoral then what do they do? The House of Representatives goes and picks the president? And well, that's not going to happen. That, that's not, that's not going to happen. Uh, okay. The chances are with the 269-269 tie is not going to be uh, – Yes, the House. If it if it did happen, the House would elect the president. 
and the Senate would elect the vice president, and the chances are you would end up with a Republican president, but who the Republican president would be remains to be seen. Because right. you know you got when Republicans and you got rhinos, and we've got too many of those. They are restricted to voting for one of the three top electoral college vote getters. So the president will be known the three top electoral college vote getters, and it will be Republican. And each well, state only has one vote. I'm so the one congressman from Wyoming would vote for the state of Wyoming one vote. And of the 47 votes out of California, they would caucus and whatever majority of those congressmen vote, California would cast one vote. It Everybody takes 26 gets one vote. votes to win. Right. Every state gets well, one vote. If it, it came down to, to win. If it came down to uh, Congress to pick the president, you would end up with Hillary as the president because you have too many Republicans that are part of the establishment that are tied into the Clintons. That they no, you're absolutely her. right. All the rhinos. Yeah. Right. John, John McCain but, uh, would vote for her. Uh, Ted Cruz would vote for her. Uh, Paul Ryan would vote uh, for her. No, no, no. Ted, Ted, Ted Cruz would not vote Ted for Cruz her. Ted Cruz can't vote for president. He's in the Senate. Ted no, he's in the Senate. He's in the House. That's right. He's in the Senate. But, but, I'm, but if he had a choice, guess who, who, what he would do? He would, what he would, would Ryan vote? He, he would vote for Trump. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I think so. He's got a safe face already. Uh, I'll not get it, Ruben. Yeah, um, you said it's not possible that the vote uh, that Congress is going to make that decision. I, I think there's a good chance that that could happen. First of all, McMullen, Evan McMullen, the FBI agent, he's predicted to win Utah. He may win Idaho, and he may win Wyoming. On the on the Democrat side, Gary Johnson and Joe Stein will be taking votes away from Hillary. So I don't yes. think no candidate would is going to get to seventy four magic number. Go ahead. Who wants to weigh in on that, Judge? Well, in the event no one gets two hundred and seventy electoral college votes. Yes. And that includes the electors who jump ship and vote for someone other than they're pledged to vote for. Right. Because they do have free agency. Uh if there is less than 270 electoral college votes for President of the United States, then the U.S. House, each state having one vote, 26 votes to win, would choose the President of the United States. Right, but there is a good chance that that could happen. I think that there is yeah. a chance that could happen. Well, actually, yeah. I think... I don't UBI, think it's, it's possible, but not likely. Uh, my opinion is, is, that, is Trump is going to win by a, a landslide. Yeah. UPI last week said Trump was uh, leading between 294 and 333 electoral college votes, but the razor-thin margin of winning on a state-by-state basis is from 1% to 3% lead. And that doesn't take into consideration the massive vote fraud that we know that the Clinton cartel and the Obama ongoing criminal enterprise is going to be pulling the strings. Just for example, the Democrat legislature in Wisconsin has a stupid law. You can register to vote at the polls at Election Day without an ID. Yep. You even have have Texas at this point turning pink because you have so many uh, that are voting that should not be voting. That's true. And in California, they allow illegal aliens to vote. Mm-hmm. So 
maybe we should impound all of California's electoral college vote. Even you know, suppose <laughs> California wins. What is that? Forty-seven electoral college votes. Is it? Yes. Okay. Well, those electoral college votes would be sent to Congress, and then the Congress who receives them has the right to question or annul the votes from each state. On motion, they can refuse to recognize California's 47 electoral college votes because they allow illegal aliens to vote. And right then and there, you can have a less than 270 electoral college vote with, uh, for any candidate. Then you go. Then you go to the House of Representatives. Oh yeah, we're to Trump pick would the win. president. But see Trump winning, and then you got all these Republicans that are rhinos. They they go against the establishment. Yes. Yeah, but what if you get the scenario that we had in two thousand and uh, two thousand? Um, where it went to the courts, and the courts yes. had to decide. Okay, we'll look at the Supreme Court now. It's, it's. Uh, we four, only four. have four justices. Yeah. So what happens then? Well, first of all, you, you need to understand that this this election is not about four years or even eight years. This is about you know, twenty years, it thirty com- years, forty years. Yes. Uh, and it could actually be the end of the United States as you know it today. And welcome to, you know, the Socialist Republic of America. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is why so, I urge the Missouri State Legislature to adopt legislation banning the state or any political subdivision of the state from owning any business or having so much regulation over business that it's the practice of socialism. On a state-by-state basis, we can adopt state constitutional amendments to ban socialism. Well, we're at the we're at the twenty turning point already. Fifty-one uh, percent of the population are. is now totally dependent on the United States. When people fall far, so far down the ladder because they've been out of work for so long that they actually become part of the system, uh, then they're so turning back because people will vote to eat. And with PPP, just and the, the Obama corner, administration, through their UN ambassador, has announced for the first time in history that the United States would accept U.N. troops armed and with police powers, and local commanders would be given the right to use lethal force against American citizens. So they parked well, thousands anybody, anybody of white-painted armored vehicles in the states at closed military bases with U.N. markings. They're making plans to have an occupation army of foreign troops. How many billion do they give Iran? Will Iran send 500,000 troops with blue helmets to occupy the United States? Did we pay for that? Well, you certainly paid for their nuclear weapons, that's for sure. Yes, we did. And Obama would like to just declare martial law, ignore the election, and become president for life. But that would Um, start a revolution in this country. It would lead to civil war. Which is why he wants the foreign troops. If the Black Lives Matter snipers who kill a cops are fired upon by grassroots Americans, they will say that the grassroots Americans firing on the Black Lives Matter snipers is the reason to protect the snipers from being fired upon. Because, you know, everything's backwards. They're going to protect the wrongdoers just like they paid the Ferguson rioters to come in and riot. And they bust in 
down in Florida uh, when uh, uh, Trayvon Martin was killed in a justifiable homicide. They bust in and paid protesters also to do that. Well, you have, so you have the, the government power uh, actively. Yeah, you have a government actually supporting a domestic terror group. Yes. The White House called the governor of Missouri, who was on the verge of ordering uh, National Guard troops into Ferguson, and persuaded the Missouri governor to stand down and not use his National Guard because we are the rioters, was the uh, request. From I the got White a question for the judge. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, if, uh, if Obama calls martial law, is there any way the Congress can override him on that instead of stop him from that? Oh, they uh, okay. him, sure. that Congress can do requires the presidential signature. It but can become law have... without the president's signature in 10 days, so we'll have to veto it. Then it's a two-thirds test, and I don't know if there's two-thirds of enough backbone in Congress, in the House and the Senate. These rhinos have no backbone. They can't. You would have 100% of the Democrats supporting us and half the Republicans. But the American people, when they realize what's going on, they're not going to be supporting none of this. The key no, is in the hands it, it, of the state governors. The, if we had foreign occupation of U.N. troops on American soil, the state governors, as commander-in-chief of the state militia, can invoke Article One, Section 10 of the U.S. Constitution, that no state shall engage in war unless actually invaded or in such imminent danger as shall not admit to delay. That's why Obama took all the helicopters away from the National Guards. He doesn't want the attack helicopters of the National Guard being able to uh, uh, use their force against the bad guys that they're going to flood us with. Well, the National Guard is pretty much under the control of the feds anyway. Um, pretty much totally. Well, I mean, so we've got 400 United States Code Section 109 to have a state defense force that's separate from the National Guard that cannot be federalized. And that in Texas, it's called the State Guard. In Missouri, it's called the Reserve Military Force. And in Nevada, it's called the uh, National Guard Reserve. And these groups cannot be federalized. They can use state weapons. The governor is the commander-in-chief, and that is where the power lies. Yeah, yeah, I think um, there's a remote possibility that Obama will would um, declare martial law. I think the, the whole intention right now um, behind – the push for Hillary is because she wants to keep the gravy train going, um, and I, I don't believe that that he will do that as as long as as um, Hillary wins. But I, there is again that distinct possibility that he would do that if Trump wins. But um, yeah. but I think I think there's enough governors. I think we have enough governors, like the governor in Texas. I mean Abbott. That is not going to put up with any crap from the Fed. Agreed. Uh, Judge, will, if um, if uh, um, if Trump wins, will um, Obama Obama pardon her? 
Oh, yeah. Sure. He has to pardon uh, her to protect himself. Yeah, okay, that so won't now pardon if he her gets of all in, the state violations, his jurisdiction for federal yeah. crimes. Everything okay, that no. she's done at the state offense is not covered. Can now, Obama can, pardon himself? Right. Yeah, can he? And he cannot pardon, yeah, he can or pardon himself, sure he can. But yeah, he it. cannot pardon the civil lawsuit for the civil side of RICO. And if the Clinton campaign, the Clinton Foundation, and the Clintons personally had to pay three times the damages, there would be billions of dollars in damages, times triple. I don't think they're going to call martial law. I think that they'll let Trump win. They'll tie his hands, and the only thing he'll get done is what he can do with a pen because they'll block him every avenue he goes. Until we well, you're going you're, you're to have that same problem uh, even if, if Trump does win. You'll have the same problem. Exactly. You'll have a lot of Republicans that are going to cross over and hold hands and, and kiss with the Democrats uh, to prevent him from doing anything that he said he was going to do. But the American oh. people are not going to stand for no, no uh, U.N. coming up and in here. And that plays into Obama's with, plan. If he declares yeah, an insurrection yeah, under the Constitution... He can suspend the writ of habeas corpus, declare martial law by fomenting an insurrection, demanding it. Uh, well, so now if he wants to see the whole country, if he wants to see the whole country burn, and I don't think Obama has any problem with that at all. Uh, I agree. Then he then he would do something like that. So let all me about ask you what? Yeah, what happens if? Hillary gets in. What happens is the whole email thing. It goes, goes away. away. It's all swept okay, under the rug. Okay, because she will appoint. Right, and she will appoint somebody, um, perhaps Lois Lerner. Yeah, she'll appoint the whole new go. cabinet, the whole new yeah, FBI all, director, the whole new uh, attorney general. All the corrupt people surrounding her right now will move into government. Right. Uma Abedin will become chief of staff in the White House. And that means okay. that the Hillary puppet to the Muslim Brotherhood will continue. But it won't continue very long because they'll keep running up the debt. Uh, despite high, high new taxes, they'll stagnate our, our economy. They'll continue to run up the debt. And somewhere between now and $30 trillion in debt, the banks will simply stop buying treasury bonds and everything collapses. Correct. And the world will change over to the new red Chinese reserve currency fund. And no longer use U.S. dollars. Well, but this is why I advise the people in Texas who are openly talking secession that that's a bad word, secession. What you want to do is amend your state constitution to provide for earmarks that the state recognizes that the United States has fallen, has become an extinct government when any of the following shall occur, and the repudiation of the U.S. dollar abroad is one of the earmarks that I'm suggesting. Right, right. Yeah, if have, the United States falls uh, uh, yeah. that dissolves right. the union. No session is necessary. Uh, I just want to make a. I want to make an announcement tomorrow. Um, I just got a uh, text from Roger Stone, um, who has worked in the Trump um, campaign, who's a confidant of, uh, of 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 Donald Trump, 
and he'll be on the show tomorrow night. Okay. Just got him. Okay. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's a very close friend of uh, of, of Donald, and um, we'll we'll get a lot of news. We'll have a great from, show. Uh, yeah. Okay, so what is Trump's path path to victory here next week? I don't believe the polls. I, I don't necessarily trust them. Um, well, if you look at Clinton's um, campaign and the number of followers she has that has actually showed up at her meetings, it's very small numbers. There's no way that the polls could be accurate. Now, Donald Trump's bringing in tens of thousands of people, uh, people standing in line, people can't get in, and you know, Democrats, you know, they can't even fill up a small stadium or even a school gymnasium. So there's no way the polls are not rigged. Yeah, I agree. But and and I I know um you said at the beginning of the show that it comes down to ground game. Um does he have a ground game in play or in other words at the, these stadiums are people out there taking names and numbers of, you know, people in the local districts who can get people to the vote in the polls? They're, they're trying, but they're actually running into a lot of resistance from Republicans, believe it or not. The Republicans are not providing the support that they promised. They're, they're holding, withholding every dollar they possibly can. Um, so it's it's, a, it's a really a national campaign and, and rather than a, a, a grassroots type of campaign because the Republicans simply are looking the other way because they they like the corruption. They like, they like being part of the corruption. And uh, they don't want to help. So, so yeah. they're part of the. They're definitely part of the corruption. Um, well, there's so many, the, many dynamics. In the event, unlikely event that Hillary takes Missouri, where I live, with ten electoral college votes, then I propose that I, as plaintiff, could challenge the results of the Missouri election. Missouri yeah, has Missouri's a constitution. Yeah, if if Missouri goes for Hil- for Hillary, okay. Missouri and its state constitution has a hybrid method of selecting a state judge. In a handful of counties, they're appointed by the governor, and those are the counties where the big populations are: St. Louis and Kansas City, principally. The rest of the counties, the um, voters vote for judge, so they have their choice between you know vote for Bill, vote for Ellen for circuit judge. The 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution is governing. Right. Now, Judge, Judge, Go ahead. Uh, isn't, it, 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 it's, is Jay Nixon still the governor? Did, did you hear, Judge? Um, Judge, are you still on the line with us? Hello? Yes, I'm on the line, and he is governor until January. Oh. He's still governor until January. Okay, all right. Do you see? Do you see the lieutenant governor having a chance? Do I see what? Do you see the lieutenant governor, who is a Republican, a conservative Republican, having a chance of winning the the governorship? No. No. Okay. Because he was very instrumental. When Ferguson, when they had the Ferguson uh, incident, he was very, very vocal. Thank you. Um, okay, hold on. I think we're losing the, the judge a little bit. Oh, go ahead. In the, re- in the recent Missouri primary election, 
the Republicans nominated four out of five people for governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, attorney general, and treasurer who had never held political office before. Okay. So the Republican lieutenant governor is gone. Okay, I I was unaware. Our real battle actually comes two years from now when we uh, vote for new senators again. Uh, Because what's what's going to happen... Well, it's hard to say about the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. It's an election law. And it says, but when the right to vote in any election for the choice of electors for president and vice president of the United States, comma, representatives in Congress, comma, the executive and judicial officers of a state, or the members of the legislature that are abridged or denied, that state shall lose its equal representation in the Congress. So I would allege, if Hillary wins, Missouri's not entitled to 10 electoral college votes. It's busted down to three. One congressman at large and two U.S. senators, it's only allowed three electoral college votes instead of 10. If they throw right. out Missouri's and Hillary's California electoral college votes, she will never be president. Rick, is it like that in Georgia, too? Rick, are you still there? Uh, okay, I think we just uh, uh, lost Rick. We'll try to we'll try to get him back. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, so Trump's path to, um, to winning next week should look good then. Well, I think Trump, I, I has, think- I think Trump has it. Uh, in fact, I, I think it's going to win, win by uh, a large uh, margin. I think, I think it's going to be a landslide for Trump. But, uh, I think I, – I, oh, oh, go ahead, Roy. The, the problem that I see I, – I don't see any problem with Trump winning. His support is huge. I think it's a lot bigger than uh, the media wants to uh, you know, admit to. Uh, I think the real problem is that when, once Trump does get elected – He's going to have a problem with the Democrats and a lot of Republicans. And when you That's consider right. that they spent two, they spent two hundred million dollars buying off members of Congress to support TPP, they're obligated. They already took the money. They're obligated to support it. And after the election, they're going to pass it. And if it hits Trump's desk and he vetoes it, they're simply going to override the veto, and uh, it's going to become the you know the law of the land. And a lot of people are going to be scratching their heads saying, "What just happened?" You know. Well, I, I think the path to Trump winning has to be Pennsylvania, Florida, and Ohio. If he can capture those three, he'll win. He'll, he'll be in the White House. I think he, he's going to he's going to lose. Hello, Utah. we are not available now. Please leave. Hello, what was that? No, we're trying to get Rick back on the line. Okay, but go ahead. So basically, for Trump, the path to victory is going to be for him to win Pennsylvania, Florida, and Ohio, because I believe he'll lose Utah to McMullen, who's who's a Mormon. And and from what I've been told, a lot of uh, friends that I have who are Mormon, in Utah, they're going to be voting for McMullen. Yeah, and that's that's a real that's a real shame that uh, they would do that. But um, right. yeah. Um, okay, Luther, did you want to ask a question? Well, I was going to ask Rick a question, but uh, he ain't on there. But um, 
I'm the, I don't know. I just think on this martial law thing, I think that they won't go. Obama won't go there because they think it a very dangerous situation. I mean, every person I talk to has got a gun and they're loaded. You're, you can bring in 500,000 troops from the U.N., but you're going up against maybe 150 loaded civilians here that ain't going to give in. I, I just don't see that happening. It's it's kind of crazy, you know. I, when Jimmy Carter was elected, I was you know before he was elected, I was thinking nobody's crazy enough to vote for Jimmy Carter, and they voted for him. And then Bill Clinton, not so many. Nobody's crazy enough to vote for that guy, and they did it twice. And then of course Obama twice. So you know, I might be they might surprise me again, but I really don't think so. I think not sure Obama Clinton. was elected twice. In 2012, we saw Woods County, Ohio, certify 108 percent of the registered voters voted. Well, the Democrats are going to cheat. Well, I mean, that's always that's always a given that they're going to cheat. We know they're going to cheat. They know they're going to cheat. <clears throat> you know, we need to put some integrity into our system because it seems to be totally lacking any at all. Right. Um, well, I emailed every member of the elections committee in the Missouri House of Representatives and requested statute that when every voter goes to vote. Since we have um, webcams easily available, we take a picture of the voter and scan his hand for his um, fingerprints, and on the spot, just like Costco issuing you a plastic ID card, issue a photo ID with thumbprint and photo as a certificate of voter participation. It is a ballot ID, but best when that voter goes to vote at another poll under a different name we would have his fingerprints and his mugshot. And uh, we would you know the Democrats, have facial recognition <laughs> software find the multiple voters. You know the Democrats are not going to allow that. They're, they're, you know, they depend on that in order to win. Yes, so but in the Missouri they, they, they legislature, it's controlled by the Republicans in both the House and the Senate. Yes, uh, all right. Um, Ruben, are you with us? Yeah, I'm still with um, okay, good. Can I ask you why? I have I I I look at the uh, the election next week, and um, I'm looking at. Uh, I agree with Royce that that the path to victory for Donald is is uh, it's gonna it, it looks really good. I think the polling uh, has been basically overdone. They've been overpolling. That's what they've been doing. But I, I, I think that one of the things that, that, that Donald has to be uh, really focusing on is what the judge said in Wisconsin. All these people getting bussed in from Illinois, from different parts of the, uh, 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 of the state, he needs to implement and have poll watchers or have people there watching the whole, throughout the whole country, or especially in key states like Ohio, Florida, and Pennsylvania, you know the the, 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 the steel uh, steel states, the, the um, coal miner states that are going to be critical for him to win. Very go ahead, Rose. Go ahead, Rose. Do you want to take that one? In the uh, in the last election, you might remember where when they came out with a, a really nice jobs report right before the election. And they just released the uh, the economic growth reports, and it's like three, three and a half percent, which we haven't seen in eight years. And it's a flat out lie. 
trying to trying to point people in a certain direction. Right, um, but also we've noticed that the the left has uh, made it their business to to pay people to go out and vote. Well, they're paying people to riot. So, you know, I, I saw a video after the last election, a guy who voted for a cigarette. Yeah. But. Uh-huh. Um, okay, Luther, <laughs> you want to ask? Well, Luther. you know, I think the biggest, prob- the biggest problem the liberals had is they under- under- underestimated that Trump would just have all the people behind him. So they don't – I don't think they got enough um, – you know, fraudulent votes to win this election. I don't think they're prepared for that. I thought they think they really thought that Hillary would give him a run for his money. But if you look at these rallies, there's no one there at hers, and they're all at his. But um, I think a lot of your registered Democrats seeing this WikiLeaks ain't going to show up to the polls. If you're a union co-worker and you vote for Hillary, you're an idiot. Uh, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. So, well, we have eight days to go. Um, what does Trump need to do in these eight days? Talk about jobs. Okay. Talk about jobs and make no personal attacks on anybody but Hillary. Right. Um, and Uma Abedin. And remind her that Uma. she's a rape enabler for her husband. And I, I Uma recently. I posted on my Facebook recently, who will be the next to accidentally commit, commit suicide? Will it be Comey, uh, Aberdeen, or her husband? When you say Hillary being you know, and her husband are a criminal enterprise, you know, that's really an understatement. You know, these people are worse than the mafia. Well, wait till the Aberdeen Wiener laptop computer gets dropped in the FBI lab and destroyed. Right. Um, I actually think that uh, Wiener, you know, maybe in about two years, um, you'll find that he has committed suicide or something. <laughs> so because the file that has all of Hillary's emails is labeled life insurance. So they've labeled the file for all of Hillary's emails the life insurance file. So this, whatever's in there, is their insurance against being killed by the Clintons. Now, all it takes is for the FBI to find one of those deleted emails that uh, has something really nasty in it, uh, treason, for example, uh, arming terrorists, for example, uh, killing people, for example, uh, and Clinton's done. Or inviting but, you know, Iranians gonna... to send troops to occupy the United States. We're not going to know about yeah. any of that, though, until after the election. So people have to step, step back and, and you know, say, do, am I going to vote for somebody who has, you know, a 30-year history of one scandal after another? You know? Yeah. Uh, Ruben, uh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, I, I think Wiener, Wiener, I don't think it's going to uh, last two years. I think they'll get rid of him before that. Uh, and uh, I, I just, I just really believe that the people who are in charge on a global basis, the globalists, they're they're basically very disappointed with 
Hillary, and I think that's the reason this new email scandal has come out, because they're basically they want to put her away. They don't want her as the next leader. And and we got to be realistic. Those are the people that actually really control who gets put in into power. And FBI Director Comey has a real problem. FBI are in mutiny mode over his refusing to prosecute Hillary on the first go-round. Right. Which he should have done. Exactly. The career agents are mad as, you know, as hornets about the director obeying the White House and the Justice Department to whitewash Hillary. If you believe Comey's testimony in Congress, um, the only conclusion that you can come to is that not pushing this forward toward uh, an indictment was a major error, to say the least. Uh, they certainly had enough evidence to arrest her. Well, he used the word careless about her handling because the statute that makes it an offense says reckless um, negligence. Well, there's nothing careless about lying to Congress. There's nothing careless about lying to the FBI. Careless, you know, that's, you know, what kind of word is that? You know. Martha Stewart went to prison for lying to the FBI. Right. Right. Um, Okay, folks, we have about uh, a little under two minutes. Um, Ruben, do you want to do the closer? Sure, sure. Um, I just want to let all of our listeners know that, that, Whoever is going to be voting next week, anyone who's going to be voting next week, I have to remember that we're voting. This is a this is an election of the century. We have to really focus on voting for the right person. And Hillary is not the right person. She's been in power for 30 years, and nothing has been accomplished. Give Donald an opportunity to make history, and we'll see great results from that. Right. If you, if, you love your, if you love your country, you vote for Donald Trump. If you hate your country, then you vote for Hillary Clinton. Right. Well, and I'm going to tell conservatives, conservatives who vote for Trump, Democrats who are sick and tired of Hillary and decided not to vote, I want to ratify that. You should not vote. Stay home. And let the conservatives run <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so, folks. So we are out of time. Yeah, and I'd like to so, thank all of our all of our guests for coming on. Um, and tomorrow night, uh, well, Roger, we Stone, have, Roger Stone. Roger Stone. Roger Stone. Yeah. Well he is Roger. awesome. Yeah. And I want to remind everybody to go to studentsforbetterfuture.com. That's studentsforbetterfuture.com. That is a nonprofit that sponsors this show. And if you can make a donation there, that would be awesome. And, um, folks, until tomorrow night, we are out. Thank you and good night. God bless. Yeah.